Podcast. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. This is a special interview-only episode. UCC Competitors 2021, man. <laughs> we are so excited for this show. So so much new blood. That's right. Well, well, and that's the thing, Chris, is, is a portion, like a smaller portion, it seems, this year than ever, are people we've never talked to. Yeah. And we're really excited to try to get every single competitor on the show before yeah. UCC happens. And the only way to do that is to do some of these special interview-only shows. Yeah. Well, I think it's really unique about you know UCC and, and where, where our position is on this is when UCC first came out in 2017, it was the biggest shops, the biggest names – you know, you're invited. Come, let, let let's yeah. do this. And then, as as years have progressed, and in COVID, right, has come into play, it has limited some of the competitors. It has taken some of the competitors who have won, like you know, the Levon Miller, right. And he's like, you know what, I've won. I'm out. I'm going to help some of my customers now compete in UCC. Um, and it and it gives an opportunity for a new era of of diesel enthusiasts to now jump on the big stage. That's right. So it, it's super exciting, you know, as we're going through the roster, and it's like, okay, well, you know, the Chris Pattersons of the world, we know them, right? We, we've dealt yeah. with them in the past, and it's awesome to now see them on the big stage. But then there's a lot of these new names where it's like, wow, I've, I've never never heard of this guy. And you go and flip through their Instagram handle, and they have cool trucks. They have they have something <laughs> to say. They have something to show and something to prove. Yeah. Um, so it makes our job really exciting to interview new talent and see, like, where do you expect to stack up? You know, what the roster is in 2021 is going to be different in 2022 yeah so you know it uh these interviews are a lot of fun absolutely and, and i think what's really cool about uh a show like today's show where we're doing an interview only yeah is it, it's literally because there's so many that there's no way we could produce yeah. them all in time we'd have to do four shows a week yeah. uh so you guys are going to get to hear from some people that i think in years past might have gotten cut from our list yeah uh, just because we wanted to give them a chance to really kind of tell their story and talk a little bit about why they're going to UCC and talk a little bit about what what their plan yeah. is, what they hope to accomplish. So without any further ado, let's dive right into it. Kenny, how the hell are you? I'm doing good. Uh, just actually on a, on a little bit of a lunch break, but that's not a, a problem. So we can go over if you want. Um I, I slotted some time for you guys. So, uh, but besides uh, work and stuff, doing great. Family's doing great. Uh, work's going well. Uh, the truck is moving along. Had a couple hiccups, uh, but we're we're still hammering out the details. So, um, still crunching through. I love it, man. And Chris, we always laugh about this. Nobody ever has a truck ready until <laughs> no. maybe three days before the event. No. <laughs> or maybe if you're really lucky, three days before you leave for the event. Yeah, that right, would be right, right. a lot you of know, cushion. It's funny. I was trying not to be that guy, and it's just I, I, I'm i turning into that guy. Kenny, everybody <laughs> is that guy. Everybody is it's that guy. It's the only way it gets done. It, so, it's true. Kenny, this is your first year competing in UCC? Yep. Okay. We got to know why. What made you choose to do this? Oh, man. I mean, I, I've even like when Diesel Power Challenge started, I was following that and watching all of those videos on, on the shitty live stream that they had running. And, um, you know, then, you know, once uh, UCC came out, I, I told my wife and I was like, you know, I got to fly out there and see this. This is like no, you know, no bar, nothing held back the all out event. So I got to go. So I've gone to every ultimate call out challenge every year. Um, it's like my one 
you know, dad gets to fly away for the weekend and, and have his ultimate call out challenge weekend. So, um, you know, I've always wanted to compete, but I just didn't have the truck to compete. Um, and, uh, I, I think I've got, you know, I've made the bar and, and I finally think I've, I'm like, you know, I've got something to offer to the competition. So, um, yeah, that's, that's why, man, it's my passion. I've been, you know, doing this for 15 plus years, uh, you know, and, uh, I, I think that uh, we've got something that can that can make a hit out there, so that's why I want to go. Do you have a shop? Yeah. So here's the thing: is like my shop is uh, like a a a you know small like compact attached to my house, you know, building, you know, but it's got I've got mill, lathe, TIG, MIG. I've got like the capability of most shops out there and the tools to match. You know, I've, I've I've got machining equipment, fab equipment. I've got design, you know, software. I, I've, uh, I'm very capable. Um, you know, like I'm probably one of the few com- competitors that has tuned their truck, built the transfer of their truck, built the engine, built the roll cage four link and designed the four link in CAD, like all of it. Um, <clears throat> just, you know, just a, like a couple months ago, I finally, uh, took a leap of faith and, and started to, you know, have hard way tune the truck. So um, I'm, a, I'm a little uh, upset. I have to give away that pride saying someone else is tuning my truck now, but it's just gotten to a point of, you know, it, every single cell and every single table has to be changed and adding two step program and, and, or launch control. And it's just getting so complicated that I just, you know, let that one go and said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to let the professionals do it. So um, yeah. So one of the things I want to know before we dive into the truck itself, which we're dying to know about, um, as you said, you've, you've gone to the uh, prior UCC events. Have you gone as just a spectator? Have you gone as part of a team member for someone else competing? What does no, that look just like? Just a spectator. Awesome. Yeah, just a spectator and just like, you know, walking around from competitor to competitor tent and uh, just kind of checking it all out. Man, I envy you. I, I've been longing for the day to be able to do that because that's like a, a work weekend for us so that's that's super cool that you get to kind of take that in and now you're going to be on the opposite end of that you know competing and in, in, in doing work that weekend so what what's the truck like what tell me about what's you know what, what do you bring in to compete with and, and what's that experience like how long have you had it that kind of thing yeah so the truck i've i've uh shoot i've had about uh probably 10 years um you know it's a four-door short bed so It started off as like, you know, the family truck that uh, just slowly spiraled out of control. Um, You know, 2006, so 48 RE, uh, five or started out as a five nine. And uh, but now it's, you know, full fiberglass body. You know, that's everything. The tilt forward hood, the four doors, the the rear bedsides, four linked in the rear, um, you know, engines built, you know, solid Hamilton block. Freedom Racing Engines head, uh, diamond pistons, Carrillo rods, kind of the whole the whole bang. I don't know how deep you want to go into it. Um, 48 RE was you know built by me. Uh, I'm just uh, it's it's yeah a, a, a four door short bed that's just been pretty decked out. You know, uh, there's still a couple more things that I want to do to it. Uh, you know, to make it a little lighter. The whole rack and pinion thing that everyone's doing now is is kind of got my has got me intrigued. Uh, saw some weight there. Saw a video uh, Levon did on Facebook or on uh, on YouTube not too long ago. The, the boys over at Firepunk did. Definitely, yeah. uh, definitely interesting to say the least. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just curious how it holds up or in like sled pulling. So um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll uh, keep my eyes open Observe. and see how that works out for a couple <laughs> of the competitors. So uh, I, I know we were talking earlier, you know, the truck uh, as of now isn't fully together. Um, what what has the truck made prior power-wise, and then what are some of the things you're changing going into UCC 2021? Yeah, great question. So, you know, the, the truck it weighed it about 5,200 pounds, 5,250, so not too light, not too heavy. And we were running 9.3 in the quarter, which kind of puts it around that, you know, 11 100 1200 mark at the tire i think and uh non-load cell dyno is at a thousand so nothing nothing special at all um and uh but but you know we were we were you know fuel only except for we had you know we, we gave it like a an 083 jet on a pro- super soft progressive tune for on a maximizer so a lot of conservative you know runs with it um but but that was with an old S400, S500 kit, you know, that dinosaur S500 that no one uses. Um, so, so, you know, 91 mil cast uh, compressor, uh, 476 on the manifold, 87 wheel with a 1.0 housing. And um, we had a 115 on the AR. So that was an old kit. I was a little reluctant to, to get rid of it because I put a lot of time in the piping kit. And um, I'm so if you ever see the truck, I you'll kind of notice that. Uh, I do the work really slowly and, um, it, it tends to like be pretty nice looking. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not one of those guys that kind of just slams it together and, you know, and, and I, and I'll admit some of those kits, even if they don't look good, they make, you know, tons of power, but I kind of like take in pride in the, you know, the aesthetics of it as well. So I try to take my time there, but now, you know, we're upgrading the kit thanks to, to dynamite, you know, they, they like, you know, picked out some turbos for us so we'll be running uh gt55 on the manifold and a um a gt55 uh paired with it as the atmospheric charger um we're going to be running some uh you know injectors that are uh punched out uh, i think they're probably in a town of, of four to five hundred percent overs um lenny doesn't really specify percent overs uh but he does give you like a liter per minute uh, at the nozzle and and some flow sheets so they're significantly bigger so Man, it, it should be in that oh, – man, I, I, I hate predictions too. And I'm always a guy that says conservative predictions too, so I don't look like a fool. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping, you know, 17 to 1,800 horsepower, fuel only, if we give it a lot of nitrous. It, I, the turbocharger kit has, uh, has some history, or the turbos have history, so they have proven to make more than 2,000 horsepower on those same chargers. Um, so – you know that that kit should be uh, UCC qualified. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I like and, that phrase. The, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, and the, you know we got two. Oh yeah, and then the you know we went from two 10 millimeter fleece strokers to two 12 mil uh, deep DDP uh, pumps. So bigger pumps, bigger injectors, bigger uh, Garrett chargers. We, uh, dude, I was. Uh, running the, you know, the nine threes with a, uh, fully, um, automatic. So you just put the truck in drive, not, and, and, you know, launch it completely off the sprag, no low reverse band. Um, Gray's performance made a, a standalone and, uh, it actually, uh, was controlling the transmission off the stock ECU. Um, so 
we're going to change to a full manual valve body or we did change to a full man manual valve body with a you know an anteater to control a, a shifter or a shiftnoid um, so it'll be fully controlled by an anteater now and a you know pre pre precision shifter uh, will be shifting through them so pretty much an air an air actuated precision shifter with a full manual valve body um, so those are most of the changes i'm trying to think of anything else um I mean, it sounds like you're really drilling into it to get after it, and, and especially when I hear you talk about getting lighter and changing up the trans setup, right. changing up the turbo setup. A lot of this sounds like trying to get faster at the track and bigger on the dyno. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So, so I and I love that that idea because we've talked a lot about overall strategy for yep. UCC. Is Friday you come in, you drag race, you get some qualifying, then you got some some brackets you got to get through, and then you come down yeah. to the dyno and. The dyno seems to be this kind of mystery, this kind of black box that nobody's really, I think, has hard, fast knowledge on running real, real high horsepower trucks on somebody else's dyno. Because most guys showing up at UCC maybe have been on uh, James Brendel's dyno, dyno that, right? right? Yeah, or even just a Superflow dyno, but even just that specific dyno. And then knowing the window that you're going to operate it in, knowing how you're going to strap it down, knowing how to work the throttle, how to keep traction, the tire setup, all these things start to come into play outside of just your potential peak horsepower, right? Because oh, yeah. I definitely think we've seen guys that were capable of making or their engine was making more power than what their overall combined number was. What's your strategy on the dyno? <laughs> so I'm going to be honest, like we've, in, in California, where I'm from, there's no uh, nice load cell dyno. The first, you know, time we we're going to have the, I think it's actually the UCC dynos coming out here for a, a uh, an event called uh, uh, Golden State Diesel Fest. Um, we we have like unloaded dynos over here. We've got a couple of shops that are, you know, keep saying they're going to buy one, but no one does. Um, and uh, so the whole strategy, like I'm, I'm kind of just going off of, of what I've, I've heard, I, I honestly don't have a perfect strategy. You know, I know that you probably want a little bit worn down, sun beaten tires. You don't want fresh, you know, grips on there. You, uh, you know, I, I I'm going to kind of say, I'm going to watch a couple of, uh, other UCC competitors and see if they're, they're loading up on the front side or the back side of the roller. Um, you know, people kind of, kind of do some homework there and, and try to figure it out. Uh, also like the nitrous too, you know, you've got, you know, people online just joking around like, you know, oh, I pump, you know, all the nitrous in no jets at, you know, 10 PSI to get that torque number. And then you've got other people saying, you know, they kind of string it along lighter. So I, I honestly, um, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to, you know, place well to place well, but I don't want to, you know, shit the bed on the dyno. So, um, I, uh, I, I'm kind of going to go for that more conservative route you know if you look at you know the last couple of years the people that you know placed top 10 were those that were you know consistent and didn't break and didn't you know uh you know shoot for the moon on the dyno well i mean the top three usually shoot for the moon and they make it but um i guess my plan is to be a little bit more conservative probably have you know a couple 136 jets and and ramp it in progressively and uh you know i that kind of lackluster response, but uh, no, no, I no, think that's I, a smart strategy. I think we've we've heard a lot of guys talk about I'm gonna 
I'm going to go in there and throw everything I got at the right. dino and fuck it, whatever happens, happens. And listen, we love that strategy. Yeah. What what we also find a lot, though, of Paul, is we have one side versus the other side. And what that means is we have competitors that are very sled-base oriented, mm-hmm. okay, and they're going to get on the dino. And, you know, everyone has the same dino strategy, more or less. Yeah. But the skill set or the experience is heavily weighted dino or drag race or sled pull. Kenny, have you ever hooked to a sled? Okay, so you, you actually have sled pull experience with this truck? Yep. So let, let, yep. let's dive into that. What are some of the modifications? I mean, it, the way it sounds, you know, getting the chassis lighter, getting the truck lighter, making more power, it sounds like you have the drag race side squared away. The dyno sounds like, you know, you have an idea. Um, you're going to do some more observation. But what's the plan for the sled pull? Sled pull is, uh, you know, so... So uh, we, I've, I've been sled pulling for a couple of years at the local events. So, uh, wow. you know, it's going to be a little bit uh, different here uh, here than there. So The ground, right, and things like have, that. Yeah, we have loose tracks that are kind of, you know, um, they get wet down like right before and they're not hard and compact. And, um, you know, so we run like mud grips and, and a little bit more aggressive tire. Uh, it, it looks like, you know, the guys in Indiana are kind of running more of the all-terrains. Um, you, I'm going to be running, uh, I don't know if you know what the Nito Terra or, uh, no dirt grapplers or okay. mud sure. grapplers, sorry, the mud grapplers, you know, so an aggressive tire, uh, but it's, it's a smaller tire. It's a 33, 1250. Um, that's kind of due to the fact that we've got 373 gears in the back. Um, and also I, I picked kind of a smaller tire, um, just to be a little bit easier on the drivetrain. Um, that's probably not the best in, in, from a traction standpoint, but just to kind of, you know, light them up and keep them singing and, and keep the axles happy. Uh, but we will be running dualies in the back. Um, you know, so, so six, 1250 wide, 33 tires or, or, you know, should, should hook pretty well. Um, as far as, uh, like the kind of strategy to, to pull, um, I've kind of learned over, you know, the years, you don't want to boost boost that thing up, put it to 20 PSI and let go. You want to like, you know, do a slow ride into it. And, you want to go against you know, the trailer, letting the truck, you know, go into its yeah, power. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Cause it's, it's kind of like a burnout, you know, once you just start lighting the tires up instantly, it's easy to just continue doing that. Um, so you kind of want to ease into it. It's what I've found and, and, and then kind of give it everything. Once you get a little bit of momentum going, that is the secret uh, sauce, my friend. That's what I've learned <laughs> over the years. Yeah. Yep. Now you're going to be hanging weight, adding weight to the chassis. I mean, you have a light truck, so is there oh, some? Yeah. Okay. So, yep, exactly. So I'll, I'll, I have uh, twenty thousand pound weights, um, you know, that are uh, that we'll strap in the truck. Um, it's got a sled, you know, sled pull box up front, uh, back in the rear. Um, if you uh, ever see any pictures of the truck, the, the four link that I designed actually um, has uh, bump stops brackets mounted into it so you just slap in these solid two by four uh bump stop uh that bolt in and they and they're not just like bump stop right they are actually bolt in top and bottom so they prevent they also take some of the load of the the torsion on the axle away from the four link so it actually goes frame to axle and and prevents uh axle rotation there as well um and and then the the uh draw bar custom draw bar you know directly over the center of the axle and ties into the axle too on the bottom side on the adjusters and uh, that's all you know uh, completely you know machined and tig welded uh, so not you know 
uh, spent a lot of time on that and actually made the the draw bar uh, from from thinner material, which is, you know, a lot of people were kind of, you know, raised an eyebrow at me when I was told them I was making it out of 120 wall. Um, but uh, I've pulled with it, you know, a couple times and it's never had an issue because uh, the, the math checks out, you know, like if you use the right, you know, right wall uh, or right size material, you don't need, you know, quarter wall and everything. So right. um, kind of a smaller setup. I think I'm most impressed with the fact that I, I asked you a sled pull question after you having a lot of background in the drag racing, and then you, you came to me with a game plan. <laughs> I, I really wasn't expecting that, Kenny, so I'm still trying to digest that, which I'm impressed. I love it. Well, I, th- I think it sounds like, like you're the type of guy who takes a lot of time to meticulously plan and think it through, and, and we've generally seen that be a common trait in the guys who succeed at UCC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I assume, like everybody going – you expect to see yourself in a top three finish. Who do you think are two of the other competitors that might be up there with you? No, oh, man. I, I mean, I, top three would be a dream. Um, but, you know, dude, the, the fire punk guys have got it down, right? They, are, they know the drag strip. They know sled pulling. Um, Ziegler's truck looks insane. Mob right. scene, you know, the, the, the giant Weimer on it. Um, I think that's definitely a top contender. Um, also, uh, I would say, who else? Um, let's see. Uh, I, you know, part part of me wish I, I feel like we lost a whole bunch of key competitors, like the the you know the Godfathers of UCC. You know, like Derek Rose, Sean Baca, Levon Miller. You know, uh, Armor Inc. Uh, you know, Donovan Harris. So it's like I, I wish you know those are the guys that are the, the king of swing, and I you know those are usually the people I'd put my money on. Um, now I'm now with the, you know, the kind of newer guys, I, I don't know exactly who's going to win. I, I would just say that, you know, a fire punk truck is always a good bet. Um, you know, I don't know if, uh, uh, trying to think of any other competitors. Um, you know, I, I know there's competitors that I think I'm going to be able to compete with that are, that are, um, kind of a more new to UCC. Who do you got your um, eye on? Well, you know, it, it's funny because like I'm I'm kind of going to be more competitive with the guys that are that are home built and and kind of the 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 you know like I I, I have you know there, there's always going to be competition between me and the people that are like self builders, right? So um, I I don't I don't want to disclose. I think it's pretty. I mean. Um, I, I would say it's the, the ultimate call that, out challenge, man. Spit it yeah. out. Who are we calling out? Know, Let's go like, grudge call, match like, time. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Exactly. So, um, I, I, I would say I, I would have a fun time competing and I, and I could probably compete with, you know, Josh McCormick out there with, um, Thomas Burrell, uh, Turbo Tom, and then Chris Patterson and David Petrick and, uh, you know, all those guys, I think, those guys would be kind of in my wheelhouse. You know, I'm not probably putting down the same power as those guys, but I got a pretty uh, good foundation. Um, you heard you it know, here. So. Kenny Bruner just called you guys small-time chumps. He's <laughs> taking you out Christ. at UCC. No, no, I None of you stand a chance. None of Kenny, you. Kenny, let, let, let's switch gears a little bit, okay? Because, I mean, you have a badass truck. It's at an extremely high caliber. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't be at UCC 2021. Um you're definitely more humbled, a little more modest than uh, we would care for you to be, right? We want you to talk <laughs> shit. But regardless of that, okay, um, you finish 
however you finish 2021, 2022 comes around, you get the invite back, and there are those big hitters back. Donovan Harris is back into the mix. Firepunk, they have an actual, like, LeVon's back with one of his trucks, or Derek Rose says, fuck it, I'm coming back. Are you going to compete in 2022? Would you even consider that? Because now that's, according to you, a wheelhouse that you're not at that caliber yet. Oh, fuck yeah. i compete, you know? Um, I, I, you know, I, I, am doing it for me. Right. And, yep. and to, because the passion of it, uh, you know, even if I don't take home the W I'm, I'm going to be definitely having a good time. You can count on that. Um, um you know, you, even if the truck, you know, the only time I would be pretty fucking bummed is, is if, uh, you know, I go out there and make a drag pass on the first day and, you know, for whatever reason, the complete engine just blows apart. Right. That's the only time I'd be kind of pissed off or upset. Well, the one thing I can tell you is, is you definitely, out of any competitor that we've interviewed, your strategy is at the caliber of what like a Levon or a Derek Rose would have been when we in- interviewed them years past. I think it's, I think it's well worth going back yeah. and listening to how they sound before their, their It's like a deja time. vu type thing. It, so It, it is. You know, that uh, the, the fact that you have the drag racing experience, the fact that, like, I was waiting for you when I asked you about, you know, the dirt drag or the sled pulling, and you're like, like, have you hooked? And you're like, yeah. I was waiting for you to say, like, yeah, one time or yeah, right. twice. Not, yeah, the local fairs, you know, locally, you know, I've been hooking <laughs> up. And then you start talking about the quality of the dirt and things like that. Like, you know your shit to a certain extent, which that makes us really excited as we watch this because we are spectators, right? Yeah. And this is what we do for a living and we enjoy this. So it's really nice, you know, for us to see some fresh blood going into the UCC, going into 2021. And yeah, it is unfortunate that we don't see some of those big hitters. But at the same time, like those big hitters are getting a little older and it's time Time for you know some fresh blood to come in and mix things up, and that's exactly what we're doing in 2021. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I think you know there's not going to be any shortage of talent there. That's for sure. I mean, all those guys that I mentioned too are are, are have some pretty damn cool trucks as well. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited to go out there and shake things up and then kind of uh, you know see what show what I can do. I'm so excited that's for awesome. you, man. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, I mean, I've I've got you know huge shout out to my wife for putting up with all of this. That's probably it's been harder on her than me probably, um, <laughs> you know. And the kids and you know giving up times, uh, you know, go to the beach and missing out time with them. And then from a <clears throat> from a company standpoint, man, Dynamite Diesel Performance just totally kick ass turnaround times, helping me out, helping me with questions you know doing bending over backwards for me dpc converters doing the same um you know been using their converters forever and never had an issue but this year you know we wanted to upgrade and and use some bigger shafts and the, the turnaround time was just insane and then um you know optilube gonna be using race fuel with them and, and they you know put me on a new oil plan so you know specially formulated zinc additives and all that great stuff you know getting real scientific with it which i love and then, um, you know, some of the, the local shops I've been working with, uh, you know, um, CGT Diesel and Ukiah, you know, helping me with, you know, the transmission, you know, overnighting me transmission parts. You know, we burn up clutches. He's, he's got it you know, figured out. Um, and uh, and trying to think, you know, Allied Diesel helping me with any kind of like maintenance problems I've got going on. You know, it's always good to lean on a on or pull an, on someone else's you know ear and, and, and say, hey, man, what do you think of this or that? Um, and, uh, trying to think, you know, uh, you know, my, my family, my brother, my dad, you know, they're, they've got their own racing, Bruna racing, it's off-road racing. And, uh, you know, I went diesel and 
they've still you know make time to to help me out they helped me pull my transmission just a couple not, couple nights ago to diagnose some issues um yeah that's that's uh most of the people i can think of yeah, we're excited, man. Absolutely. We're rooting yeah. for you, to say the least. Guys, make sure you go and check out Kenny Bruner. Uh, what's your social media handles? So, Capital Diesel Performance on Instagram. That's the best place for everything. Awesome. There you go. You heard it here. Chris, uh, I love doing these interviews. Yeah. These have been so much fun. Guys, I really hope you enjoy these special interview-only episodes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it. It, there's a lot of planning, right, on our end. I mean, it, from everything from the big stage of all the guys and the promoters at UCC to all of the competitors to all the sponsors to the DPI Expo, the whole nine yards. And then you got these two guys, you, you know, Paul and myself, you know, just planning on uh, cutting out time out of our day and what we do for a living to interview you guys. So, you know, we hope you enjoy it and we're going to keep them coming. Absolutely. For today, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Hemke. Thanks for listening. That is a secret sauce, my friend. That's what I've learned over the years. <laughs>